0: Hello and welcome to Hanging Out with the Dream King, a Neil Gaiman podcast by Clay Temple Media. I'm Glenn McDorman.
1: And I'm Brent Helt.
0: This is our very first episode, and so we're just going to introduce ourselves and explain what we're doing and why we're doing it. And if you don't care about any of that, if you just want to dive right in, then go for it. We've already got two episodes up talking about Gaiman's work, and you can just skip straight to them. Now... Neil Gaiman probably doesn't need any actual introduction to anyone, but we're going to do that anyway. So, Brent, in a nutshell, what does Neil Gaiman write and where does he publish it?
1: Neil Gaiman writes many, many, many things. We are primarily going to focus on his comic book writing. But he also writes uh, short uh, prose and longer prose, uh, dabbles in poetry occasionally, certainly within his scripts as well as, as standalone pieces. Oftentimes you can find in his collected short work volumes, there are a number of those. He also writes for television and for film. Oftentimes it's adaptations of of things that he's done. Uh, he writes by himself. He also writes, sometimes partnered with others, uh, most notably with Terry Pratchett to do the wonderful Book Good Omens, which has been adapted into a television series by Amazon. So Neil's writing is all over the place. He was an author who very much caught you and I at the right moment when we were ready to be grasped by by the kind of stuff that he tends to write when we were teenagers and uh, has kind of stuck with both of us over
0: the years. Neil Gaiman's corpus is vast. I mean, it's just absolutely massive. There's no way that we're going to get to all of it. So as you said, Brent, we are, at least for now, going to be focusing on his comics. And what we mean by that is that we are starting with The Sandman, and we're going to read it from beginning to end. The Sandman ran from 1989 through 1996 for 76 issues. And there is some adjacent material, including two limited series about the character death then two other series written by Neil Gaiman much later one of them in 2009 and uh, another around 2014 we probably will cover that material eventually though we have quite a bit of time before we need to decide how and when and also you know if we're going to take a look at the novels like uh, American Gods and Good Omens and 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 so on so for now we're we're just going to start with the Sandman issue number 1 and go forward from there we're going to read one issue per month just like it was published And you don't have to read along with us to enjoy our episodes, to enjoy our our discussions, because each episode we're going to recap the story and then we'll discuss the thematic elements, the narrative elements, right, the storytelling craft uh, as well, and and maybe even especially as the art. But for those of you who do want to read along and and engage more deeply with these stories alongside us, we've set up a forum at claytemplemedia.com where listeners can join in the conversation.
1: And we're going to try really hard for those of you who are maybe reading Sandman for the first time to not spoil things as we go, to try very much to read um, and only talk about things that are more as the story builds over the 76 issues.
0: Yeah, this is a good opportunity to transition into talking about the the why part, right? About our relationship with Neil Gaiman's work and and why we're doing this podcast. And you've tipped your hand a little bit already, Brent, but let's just to start here. Let's talk about how you got into Neil Gaiman, since you're also how I got into Neil Gaiman. I don't actually know how you discovered him or how you discovered the Sandman.
1: So I was a big fan of DC Comics and read a number of different th- series within DC at our local comic shop in uh, Downers Grove. And uh, one day I came in and there was this prestige, beautifully painted work that was sitting on the cover for a series called Books of Magic. It was sitting on the countertop and I saved up money because it cost a little bit more to get that particular volume. And I kept eyeing it and kept eyeing it. And it just, it was so gorgeous looking. And I'd heard Things about Sandman, but I hadn't ever checked it out. Um, and so I ended up like, well, this is a four issue prestige comic. This book's a magic. I haven't read Sandman, but I, I really kind of like some of the other characters who I know who are in this. John Constantine was in it, um, from Hellblazer and some other characters from the DC continuity, Dr. Fate and Spectre and other kind of mystical Magic based, some in the vertical line, some not, uh, characters from the DC imprint. So I ended up picking that up, uh, and enjoyed it a lot. And then after that point, asked the manager of the store where I should start with Sandman, because at this point, it was well into the run and it, there was a confusing cast of characters was my fear, which probably was true luckily there was on the shelf a couple kind of almost standalone issues uh that he pointed me to and so um it really was books of magic and the beautiful art and the hype of sandman um, but then having an entry point so i kind of came in sideways to it as opposed to starting with sandman and then going to other things
0: and we have been friends for literally decades, and so a big impetus for us to do this show and to start with a sandman is just for us to revisit this thing that we loved when we were in high school when we were uh shiftless teenagers spending a lot of time together drinking a lot of uh, a lot of sodas and uh, just walking around our pond and talking about the Sandman, talking about other science fiction and fantasy literature, watching Dune too many times in a row, and and so on. And we're going to kind of revisit that, kind of recapture that a little bit. Uh, I'm very excited to be doing this project with you. But we are going to do more than just the Sandman. And so maybe on that note, Brent, what is it that you actually love most about Gaiman's work, not just the Sandman?
1: Uh, There's something about his particular style of writing that very much grabs me, and it's hard for me to put my finger on that. But I will say generally one of the things I really like about the, the, the types of stories that Gaiman tells is there's these magical realism where it is very much something that is like our world, but with a little bit more kind of added to it. And that little bit more is usually directly lifted from or slightly modified from uh, mythology and fairy tales and these other things. And so it, it kind of builds off of and rewards folks who, like us, spend a lot of time thinking about Greek myths and Norse myths and, you know, myths from all over the world and kind of what myths mean generically as well as specifically. A lot of people like things that have a lot of pop culture references. Um, this is kind of a pop culture reference, but the pop culture references are, are pop in the, in the scheme of like thousands of years of humanity writing and telling stories kind of pop. So that's kind of what I like is that it rewards, um, kind of you thinking about and borrowing bits from mythology and fairy tales, but then sprinkling that on top of kind of usually a contemporary world setting. But what do you uh, like about Gaiman's work?
0: Well, that's probably my primary value with Neil Gaiman as well as these, these literary allusions. So many of them deep cuts. But if you know your Greek mythology, if you know your classical literature, if you know your Shakespeare, if you know your Milton and your Dante, you can be richly rewarded by the way that Neil Gaiman weaves all of those things together. And he does this. I mean, it mostly in the same end is what we're thinking about right now, but he does this sort of work throughout his entire corpus. And, and as you say, there's a big strand of, 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 fairy tales and and folklore in his work as well. And that comes through not just in the type of worlds that he builds and imagines and and not just in the literary allusions that he makes, but also very much in his prose style, which is something else that I really love about him. He is a darn good wordsmith, right? He can write the heck out of a sentence, but he is perhaps even better just a master storyteller. He has just a fantastic voice for telling us a story about fantastic places and fantastic people and the fantastic things that they do. And I just love it. So I'm very excited to be getting into all of this and and looking ahead. What are some things, Brent, that you hope that we'll get to cover besides the Sam? What what other things are you looking forward to covering?
1: Uh, as I mentioned, Books of Magic. Uh, I love his limited series on that. Uh, and also, I love the various kind of painted art that we get in that collection. But there's, there's so much else that I love that he does. The, the standalone volume he did with Dave McKeon, Signal to Noise, uh, is one of my favorites, um, in terms of, uh, how beautiful, uh, the comic art form can be when you mix the prose and the writing of Neil Gaiman and Dave McKeon's uh, art. It's just wonderful. And there's also a really good actual BBC radio adaptation of it that uh, is equally good and, and to me brings up some of the best of what the radio format can do uh, as well. But uh, uh, Signal to Noise is probably, and Books of Magic are two of the ones I'm looking forward to most other than Sandman. But what about you, Glenn? Uh, what are you looking forward to other than Sandman?
0: I'll give two answers as well. I'll give one broad kind of vague answer and then one very specific answer. So broadly speaking, I'm also really interested in revisiting his early short stories. These were things that we had in some collections, and by we, I mean you, but I read them in your basement uh, at, around the same time. And so reading Sandman comics, reading some of these these early short stories, stories like Baby Cakes, for example, <laughs> that I'm, I just loved them. I loved the voice of them. And so I'm looking forward to reading them again for the first time in in 20 years, 25 years, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. But I am also very much looking forward to, at some point in the future, uh, checking out the episode of Babylon 5 that Neil Gaiman <laughs> wrote for the, the fifth season. Uh, I've, I've not seen that again also in, in decades, but Babylon 5 was also a big part of speculative fiction in the 1990s that really, it was informative and formative for us. And I think it just would be a lot of fun to, to, to take a look at, at, at that as well. But I think that's everything that we wanted to say here in this introductory episode. We don't want to stand in the way of getting into the real substance of Gaiman's work anymore. So that's going to do it for this episode. I'm Glenn McDormand.
1: And I'm Brent Heltz. You can find us and our other creative projects at
0: claytemplemedia.com. Next episode, we're going to talk about the very first issue of The Sandman, Sleep of the Just. But until then, pleasant dreams.